0: My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 149 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, I am answering your ask me anything questions. We are talking about how to get started on your sober journey, how to get off that hamster wheel, celebrities and sobriety, and what to do about the holidays. What makes you uneasy and unsure about the holidays? It's that time of year. I'm going to go through the tips and tricks that I have personally used So if this is useful to you or a loved one or someone who just needs to hear some good information, some good old fashioned information, please do them a big service and pass this episode along. Sharing is caring and we want to help as many people as possible. So let's get into it. All right, all right, my friend, it is time for the main event. Let's get down to business. Let's get down to ask me anything questions. I want to start this episode off with probably the most important question and the most question that I get frequently. And it is how do I get off the hamster wheel or how do I start my sober journey? And this is such a good question because it brings us to your why. Why? Why start, right? We know, we know as a society that alcohol, it's not good for us. It's not great for our bodies. It's not great for our minds. It's just all around not a great substance. Yet we do it. We use it because there is something that we get out of it. I could sit here and I could tell you, you know, till I'm blue in the face, all the facts about alcohol that are are negative for you. I could give you a list of statistics and research and all that good stuff. Unfortunately, that is only one side of our brain, right? The logical side. And a lot of us tend to not really pay attention to the lo- logical side because our emotions like to override that. Emotions are, they're tricky little things and they're, they're also influenced by hormones and feelings and there's just a whole strong, really strong, um, let's say, case for the emotions they, if they were a lawyer, they would have a pretty good, solid uh, case to argue. <laughs> so when someone asks me, where do they get started on their journey? I want you to sit and I want you to ask yourself, why do I keep drinking? I know I should stop or I know I could stop or should or want to. But I want you to ask yourself, why do I keep drinking? What keeps me drinking? What is still attractive about drinking? Now, some answers to this question will be to, I just feel too much. You feel all the feels, right? Uh, Sometimes life is overwhelming and alcohol does a pretty good job at numbing out those emotions. But the funny thing about alcohol is not only does it numb out the bad or quotation mark bad emotions, it numbs out the hard emotions that we necessarily don't want to feel or, or deal with, but it also numbs out the good emotions, it's, you know, alcohol doesn't discriminate discriminate when it's doing the numbing. <laughs> it is taking care of all emotions. It is just turning off the lights. And for a lot of us, that kind of shutdown, that emotional shutdown is somewhat liberating. It's freeing, right? It turns off our minds that may be overthinking or we're spinning the wheels that are spinning in our heads that we just need a break and alcohol for is a temporary solution or seems like the temporary solution to that. Um, Another, another answer to that question is it's the only way I know how to have fun or it's the only way I know how to socialize. Again, our society is it really does a great job at wrapping up and fantasizing the the act of drinking and what that looks like and and what that means, what that equates to. You know, if you are that fun party girl and, you know, you are so easygoing, everyone wants to be your friend, you're loved by all. And that's just not reality. It just isn't. It's not sustainable. We can't be lovey-dovey, happy-go-lucky all the time, it's, it's just, it's just not how we are. And that's okay. You know, you're, you're allowed to have an opinion. You're allowed to have a voice. You're allowed to have boundaries. Um, You know, you can't just go along with everything that everyone else wants. You are a person, you have wants and needs. And so that, that promise that, you know, drinking, Builds these these communities, right? It brings everyone together. It's how we socialize. It's how we get together. Um, it's how I mean, alcohol. Let's be honest. It can make you agreeable to shit that you don't really want to do. So. Do you see how in li- like this is a double-edged sword? We've been we've been really fed these fantasies about alcohol and what we're going to get from it. We're going to be that fun, easygoing l- person that everyone just loves and wants to be around. Eh, wrong. You are without alcohol a person that everyone wants to be around. Well, maybe not everyone, but you are a person that people want to be around. And I can almost guarantee you, without booze, you're probably a much cooler person. Trust me, I know I am. <laughs> so that is, that is a, the huge component, you know, building this awareness around why we need or why we want alcohol in our life and what it is giving to us. Uh, another common answer to this question is relax. It's how I relax. It is a reward. Well, I, I can totally understand that. Again, that numbing component, it just makes you not feel anything that you don't want to feel or, or prolongs the feelings or prolongs the things that you don't necessarily want to deal with right now. Unfortunately, that's going to come back tenfold and with a freaking hangover. So alcohol, again, fantasy, it is a buzzkill, literally. So I really want you to build that awareness. If you are on your recovery journey, if you are on your sober curious or sobriety journey, whatever stage you're at, I think this is a really fantastic question to keep asking yourself and keep reminding yourself because you'll come up with with, uh, these limiting beliefs or these beliefs that you have that just aren't true. And you yourself need to demystify. You yourself need to break down these limiting beliefs that you have around alcohol. It's one thing for me to list off off these uh, answers and, and these examples, but doing the work and building this awareness for yourself. Oh man, the, this, this is where, this is where the, the rewards are. Doing the work, you will reap the rewards. It is a huge return on your investment into yourself. So that, that, that's also kind of, you know, I hit two, two questions there. How do you get off the hamster wheel? And, and how do you start your journey? I think that is um, a question that encapsulates both, right? I think you can get off that hamster wheel by building this awareness because once you figure out why you're drinking, it kind of takes the piss out of it. Like it's not as fun anymore because you've kind of cracked the code. It's like, oh, well, okay, well, I got to relax. So I guess I'm going to do this. Oh, man. Or... I got to socialize. So this is what I'm doing to socialize. And you build that awareness and you realize that you are so much better than than that. You're so much better than this fantasy that society and ourselves keep keep feeding us. Building that awareness is key. Moving on to the next question. I want to talk about Celebrities and sobriety, you know, a lot of celebrities are coming forward and they're talking about their hardships and they're talking about, you know, their real life experiences and, and how alcohol is affecting that and what they're doing to change their relationship with alcohol. And I think this is really important. Um, You know, celebrities are a huge influential piece in our society they just are love them, hate them. It just is what it is. And to to see someone that you maybe look up to or admire or like on the silver screen, and someone is going through the same journey as you are, or, you know, reading an article about them expressing the same thoughts and feelings around their relationship with alcohol as you do, is so powerful. Because this person that you've put on a pedestal, and let's, let's be honest here, what what we're doing with celebrities, we're putting them on pedestals, right? We, we think they're perfect. They think that because they're rich and famous and gorgeous, that they don't go through any hardships and that life is just, just rainbows and butterflies, but it's not true. They are human beings. It doesn't matter how much money you have, what car you're driving, where you're living, life is life, you know, and to be in that six inches between your ears, I'm talking about your mind or your brain. It's not always, it's not always pretty. And unfortunately, um, outside things don't fill, fill that void, which I think we've realized and which is why most of us have or are reaching out for outside substances or people, places, things to fill these voids in our lives, And celebrities are just people, right? They are people just like us. However, they are in the spotlight and they are on this pedestal on which we have placed them. Let's take responsibility for that first and foremost. But seeing them going through these emotions, going through these same thoughts and feelings that you maybe are or have gone through is very powerful. It's powerful whenever anyone shares their their story um, because it means you're not alone. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flour, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions. The good, and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V I B E Gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right, but sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com/asgg today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com/asgg. I think this is a huge part of recovery and your sobriety journey is to know that you are not alone. You are not the outcast. You are not the weird one. You are amongst friends, and you have a group that you can belong to. And you're not alone in feeling and thinking these ways about your relationship with alcohol. You just aren't. And so someone with that influence over you is just really, really strong and really admiring and really relatable, actually. Um, so I think it's really important to that celebrities are coming forward. And I really like to celebrate it and showcase it and, you know, just give hope to other people that, that we can do this, you know, sober girls unite, we can do this. We can get through things together and you are definitely not alone. Um, is sobriety a trend? It does kind of seem trendy right now, doesn't it? All these, you know, celebrities coming forward for once really drive the news and, and the, the discussions around that, which I think is, again, really important. I think it's great to talk about sobriety and normalize it and, you know, get it going. A friend of mine, Um, at a dinner the other night. And I thought this was so enlightening. I just I love this. Um, There was I went to this six course uh, dinner, which I have never been to before. I am not that fancy. Um, But I was, I was uh, given this opportunity, which I'm so grateful for. And there was two types of wine menus, two types of wine pairings to go with this menu. And the waiter asked, would you like your wine with or without alcohol? When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skin care is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skin care is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG, at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. And I thought that was so clever. And it was just so easy and so... Lovely. It was just mind blowing with, would you like your wine with or without alcohol? And it really, I had to sit back for a second, actually, and I'm like, it can really be this simple. You know, we can create these spaces and have everyone feel included. I mean, have you been to a restaurant lately where there is not a vegan option? Probably not. And continuing in perpetuating this conversation about sobriety is just so positive and so welcoming that it's just it's gonna be a thing of the past, you know? Would you like? It's like asking if you'd like your your water sparkling or flat. You know, it it really can be that easy. And I think if we keep continuing these conversations, we keep having these products available to us, these amazing non-alcoholic options, um, that this, this is just going to get more and more, for lack of better words, normal. And I, I think that's really, really interesting. And I'm really excited about this time that we are in. So if sobriety is a trend, let's keep it trending. Keep it going, my friend. Um, you know, the the more the merrier. I am definitely not here to convert anyone. I do not have any qualms about alcohol. I don't think it's bad or good. I don't really put those labels around it. Um, I know just for myself that my life is exponentially better without alcohol. I feel so much better mentally, physically, you know, interpersonally, I am just a much cooler gal without alcohol. And I really think that we're getting to that point where, you know, are you going to like your Do you want your wine without, with or without alcohol? It can be that symbol. So moving on. What other questions do we have? Ah, let's talk about the holidays coming up. So what makes you uneasy about the holidays? How do you deal with that anxiety, that pressure around the holiday season? Maybe it's Christmas parties, maybe it's family gatherings, this is a tricky time of year for us, right? It's stressful. It's stressful for everyone. Everyone is trying to be their best, look their best, put on this facade kind of, right? Because we're we're we're, we're entering the Christmas show. <laughs> so, let's let's break down the holidays and what they mean. Okay. So, holidays I want you to think, when you hear the term holidays, what comes to mind? Where do you get tense? Is it family? Is it friends? Is it the work Christmas parties? What aspect about the holidays is making you anxious? Or making you just a little bit prickly? You know, that that just that prickly feeling that oh, that just not looking forward to situation. So I want you to identify it. Once you've identified that, so let's say it's family. Family is always difficult. There's always this underlying stress and pressure. Maybe it's the small talk with family members that you aren't really close to maybe it's explaining to yourself, you know, and your choices. I want you to know that you don't owe anyone an explanation. You do not need to divulge any information that you don't feel comfortable with. You know, uh, our sobriety is sacred. I want you to really sink that to sink in. Sobriety is sacred and must be protected at all costs. So whatever boundaries you need to uphold to keep your sobriety sacred, put that sobriety up on a pedestal and guard it with your life. You know, if you are really serious about this journey and you really, really want to put in the effort, you know, and make sobriety a priority, You need to treat it like it is a sacred piece of art, which it is. Sobriety is intrinsic. It is such a beautiful gift. And so we need to treat it that way. Not everyone is going to understand this gift, right? It's also like art. It's subjective. Um, People aren't going to understand why you don't drink. And it's It's not up to you to convince them or to change the misunderstanding. If someone is convinced to to misunderstand you and constantly not align with you or understand where you're coming from, it is not your job to convince them or to explain to them. They just simply don't want to get it and that's fine. But it is your job to keep your sobriety safe and to keep it sacred at all costs. If it's the social aspect of it, um, there are a couple things to, to really protect your sobriety. Maybe it's having a game plan. You know, are you when you're going to arrive, how long you're going to stay at the event and an exit strategy. Um, if it's holding something in your hand, you know, I I know like sobriety, it's like, well, what do we do with our hands? If we're not drinking, where do we put them? Do we put them in our pockets? Do they like slowly creep up towards our face? What do we do with the hands? Um, get yourself something to put in those hands, (laughs) A mocktail, a soda with mint and a little lime juice if, you know, times are tough if they don't have any non-alcoholic options or all they have is like Diet Coke. My go-to drink is always soda, splash of lime juice, and muddled mint. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. It's always delicious and refreshing and it usually, you know, doesn't get questioned too much. So gets you off the hook there. So really breaking down, what about the holidays is causing you this stress, right? Causing you this anxiousness and think about what your inner child needs to feel safe in this moment. How are you going to protect your sobriety? You know, it's like protecting like a mama bear protecting her young, how are you going to protect that sobriety? Another question is, what do you do when others drink? So either if it's your friends or your significant other, this is a really great question. And sometimes these relationships can be difficult to navigate. But again, this comes back to How are we going to protect and keep this sacred sobriety safe? So when you're surrounded by those that drink, first and foremost, this is your choice, not theirs. It is not your job, again, to convert them. You're doing you. You're doing what is right for yourself. Unfortunately, that doesn't, you, you know, you can't control people, <laughs> good and bad, you, you can't, you can't control others, nor would you really want to. So they're going to do what, what is, you know, what feels right to them. It's up to you if you want to stick around to deal with that, or how you're going to deal with that, how you're going to put up boundaries. Is that requesting no alcohol in the home? Is that, you know, um, if your partner is going to drink, can they maybe sleep on the couch that night? You know, how are you going to, again, keep your sobriety safe? Remember, this is your choice. This is your choice to, to, to take action and to do what's right for yourself. Not everyone is, is going to love it. But Isn't it kind of interesting that the one thing that you are doing for yourself to better yourself, and if someone who is maybe close to you or a significant other or a family member or friend, and if they don't support that, that thing that you are doing to better yourself, do you think that it might be time to examine that relationship? I don't know. I know that, you know, support is is really, really necessary in sobriety. You know, they don't they don't have to quit drinking with you, or they don't have to follow down the same path. But it's really lovely to have connections in your life that are acknowledge what you're going through and, and support you through it, as opposed to kind of drag you through it. There's a really, there's a different energy around that. It's very, very apparent. So let's bring up the awareness. Let's build the awareness around that and our connections. Now think to yourself, sobriety is something that you are doing to better yourself, to better your mental state, your physical state, your spiritual state. And if any connections in your life, don't support that. Is that something to look at? Is that something to build awareness around? I'm going to go with a yes, green light that. (laughs) A common thread that has really gone through this episode and this, these questions and these uh, inquiries is, you know, the effort to keep your sobriety safe. It is a sacred thing and it needs to be protected. You are the mama bear here. You are protecting your cub. It's time to get down to to business and figure out what your needs and wants are around sobriety and what your needs and wants are in life and in general. And if you would like help with that, now is the time to join our group coaching program. Our next group coaching program is starting in January, just in time for dry January. So if you're looking to make changes to your relationship with alcohol, this is a perfect time to do so. You can check out the program at asobergirlsguide.com. And like I said before, you are not alone. You do not need to feel lonely. There are women out there who are just like you, who think the same way you do, who feel the same way and who are looking to change their relationship with alcohol just as you are. So join group coaching and find other like-minded women because this is not a solo mission. We heal in community. As always, thank you so much for listening Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and leave your feedback about the podcast. we love to hear your comments. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at A Sober Girls Guide. And don't forget about asobergirlsguide.com. We have you covered at any stage of your sobriety journey, from workbooks, downloadables, to challenges, to sober girl swag. We have you covered. Head to a SoberGirlsGuide.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.